Just in and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. This episode is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now, you're multitasking. But what if you could also be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average, and auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. So multitask right now. Get your quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. What makes Mike Florio the expert? You're about to find out. This is Pro Football Talk Live with Mike Florio on NBC Sports Radio. Thursday edition Pro Football Talk Live, NBC Sports Radio, NBCSN. Chris Sims still operating out of his home, Connecticut on a stay-at-home order. I'm operating out of my home because... I always do. But West Virginia, also one of the states, 11 or 12 at this point, with stay-at-home orders. Even though we have a small percentage of COVID-19 cases here, or a small number, we've got a smaller population. And there's a concern here that given our, our health care system, it could, the numbers could, could get to the point where it becomes much more difficult to take care of all the people, especially in light of uh, the demographics of our population. So our governor got ahead of it a couple of days ago. We're under stay-at-home. Chris is under stay-at-home. You may be under stay-at-home. Well, if you're staying at home, you can watch or listen to PFT Live for another hour. And also, if you're just joining us on NBCSN, we have a re-air of the two hours that we do live every morning so you can catch up on what you may have missed last hour. Uh, There are still plenty of free agents out there, Chris, and we're going to have some fun this segment because there are actually three guys currently available who were number one overall picks in the draft. I have never researched this. I've never even thought about it. But the idea that that you could have guys who were drafted in the last decade, three of them, three of them, number one overall, who are all available at the same time. Again, that that may be unprecedented. It's Jadavian Clowney, Jameis Winston, and Cam Newton. And we're going to try to uh, to figure out a landing spot for each of those guys. I haven't let you talk for a while. Here we go. I like this. That's okay. Ma- it's all right. Ma- you game. like to talk. I I do like to talk, and I like this graphic that was put together with Gene Rayburn. The match game was awesome. The thin microphone, the the, the not-so-subtle innuendo that would work its way into some of the questions and some of the answers. You know, Brian Billick was a contestant on match game back in the day with an awesome leather jacket. 
Uh, you can find that on YouTube, but don't find it now. Can we watch us? Well, yeah, don't find it now. But can we get some new pictures of our faces? Like, I want to update on me. Okay, that's like four years old, and that's my evil Roger Goodell <laughs> picture that you make fun of. No, All right, it's not. my haircut's no, it's not. changed. That's a different. That's a different. Oh, evil it's picture. a different one. You're right. Either way, I want that changed, and I definitely want yours changed. You're not that young and good looking anymore. I want something more realistic, something within the last decade. That looks like it's eight to 10 years ago. I need, I, I want more, more wrinkles and more gray in your hair now. I like that picture better. <laughs> you are such an ass. You are yes, such I am. An, that is rude. That is rude. You are rude. You are a rude human being. Yes, right. I know. Uh, well, I look, work with a rude human being, so it's wearing off on me. Uh, hey, look, I mean, you know what, Chris? If you live another 15 years, you'll be 54, too, at some point. Get ready for it. It's coming. It's going to happen for all of us. And you can only hope that you're fortunate enough to make it this far. Uh, and, uh, uh, you know, so let's see how much farther I can make it beyond this, because you may defy the stay-at-home order and drive down here and and uh, and kick my butt if I don't shut up but and I'd move like on. To. All right, today, yeah. here's what we're going to do. Three categories for each of the three number one overall picks who are available. Front runner, dark horse, and fantasy choice. And let's start with Jadavian Clowney, the first overall pick in 2014. Who is your front runner for Jadavian Clowney's services? I, I think the I would look at the Seattle Seahawks as still being the front runner. You know, first off, because of the COVID 19 situation, right? I, I think it's going to be hard to get Jadavian Clowney to a medical doctor that a team is going to feel comfortable with. He is a guy that needs a full examination. He's coming off a sports hernia surgery. We've talked about the knee. Seattle knows what he is. I don't think he's going to get a really long-term contract out there in free agency because of these injury concerns. I think he'll be offered a lot of one- and two-year deals. And I think because of that, I think Seattle knows who he is. He knows Seattle. He knows they're going to be a team that's in the race here as far as coming out of the NFC with Russell Wilson. So I'm going to go with the front runners being Jadeveon, I mean, uh, Seattle Seahawks. I agree with you completely. They know who he is. They were yeah. with him all year. And uh, I, I assume well, they, they always do an exit physical at the end of the season. So they got to look at him before he had sports hernia surgery. And they may have had an opportunity to take a look at him before the facility shut down. He became a free agent. They had exclusive rights to him until he became a free agent last week. So I, I think the Seahawks make the most sense. I just think they're waiting for Clowney to come to the realization that the pot of gold is not going to be out there for him elsewhere. Yeah, no, I think that's exactly it. And, you know, it just, it's, it's an unfortunate year for Jadeveon Clowney, you know, for him to be a free agent and have all this going down in our society, certainly not helping his cause as far as uh, capitalizing on all his money. All right. What's the next one we're going with? Dark horse, dark horse. What's your dark horse for Clowney? I'm going to go the Philadelphia Eagles, okay? I just feel like uh, they, they were kind of in the conversation for it last year. You know, I do think they could use another edge pass rusher on their defense. That's what made them special when they went to the Super Bowl. They could send waves of defensive linemen at you. You know, they got a little bit money left still to spend as far as cap. They've improved their defensive line with Javon Hargrave. I think that was a great signing on the inside, but I think, you know, that'd be a team where I'd like to see him end up at. And I think it makes some sense, scheme sense. And I think there's probably some interest there in Philadelphia if they can get them at the right price. And I'm going to say the Miami Dolphins for mine. There have been some reports that the Dolphins expressed some interest in Jadavian Clowney. I really do sense that even as they try to rebuild 
They are attracted to plenty of unrestricted free agents. They signed 10 from other teams last week. And maybe once Clowney accepts the fact that he's not going to get what he wants, he takes less from a team other than the Seahawks just because he's miffed the Seahawks aren't giving him that big contract he thought he earned last year. And even though he was injured and that's the knock on him, he can flip it around and say, I busted my butt for you guys last year. I played through this injury, and this is the appreciation you're showing. No, I'm going to go somewhere else. If the market's not going to bear what I want, I'll take less from another team and I'll go to the Dolphins. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, you, you might be right. And they could probably throw some stupid money out at, at him to outbid everybody else. Uh, I, I think he, he, again, would fit with what Brian Flores wants to do on the defensive side of the ball, that hybrid 3-4 defense where Clowney can be a defense end. He can be a stand-up outside linebacker if you wanted to use him that way, too. He can do a little bit of everything. Uh, so, you know, I'm, I'm with you. I don't think that's a crazy thought at all. All right, fantasy option, and this can be anything you want, just where you would love to see him line up, what uniform you'd love to see him wear. Well, uh, okay, I guess if you're going to make me choose any right now, I mean, this is not really realistic, but I I think there's a part of me that would like to see him join the Kansas City Chiefs and improve that defense. But Kansas City's got no room in their cap space. They're kind of uh, hamstrung there. So I say that, I'd love to see that, but like, okay, should I go more realistic, a more team that I feel like I'd love to see him go back to Houston. Okay. Houston could afford him. I think that would be funny right now to see him go back there. They could certainly use it. They need that type of player. They lost DJ reader, JJ Watts getting a year older. Whitney merciless is good, but not great anymore. So I think in a realistic where I'd like to see him go and have fun with, I'm going to say the Houston Texans. See, and I'm going to stay in the same state because I want to put any of these guys with the Cowboys because I want the Cowboys to be as interesting as possible, and Jadavion Clowney would make them interesting. But also the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I know they've got JPP and they've got Shaq Barrett, but hey, one of the reasons the Eagles would want him, they'd love to have that rotation of six to eight guys. Add him to the rotation. If you could keep him fresh and if you could keep him healthy – and he, whenever he's on the field, he's going to be racking up those F up the play statistics that you love so much. That's how he would be the most dangerous. Not out there all the time. Put him in a rotation of eight guys. Put him in Tampa Bay. Now, good luck paying him. But uh, that's the fantasy option for me, either Dallas or Tampa Bay. All right, let's move on to Jameis Winston speaking of Tampa Bay. Who's your front runner for the 2015 number one overall pick in the draft? Uh, I'm, I'm still going to stick with my Pittsburgh Steelers thought. You know, I have no idea where Jameis Winston ends up. To me, again, we've talked about this a lot. You know, Pittsburgh's got a really good football team. We saw when they lost Big Ben Roethlisberger that, you know, their offense fell apart. You know, that wouldn't happen if you had Jameis Winston. And I think it's a great, like, Jameis Winston's the kind of guy that, you know, you take a shot on. He could end up being your future after Big Ben Roethlisberger retire or something like that. But I would be scared if I'm the Steelers to risk Ben getting hurt again, and now us having to play this defensive style. We have to invent some type of offense to be competitive and win games 13 to 10. Man, that's just hard to play that way. So I'm going to stay with uh, the Steelers in that combo. And I'm staying with the Saints. And I know that Sean Payton said yesterday that Taysom Hill is going to be the backup to Drew Brees this year. He'll be number two. I think that just may be part of the posturing to try to get the price to go down for whoever they may be eyeballing. And I think it makes a ton of sense 
to have Jameis Winston as the game day short-term backup because you're going to have a completely different offense for Taysom Hill. And they could whip it together quickly, I guess, if they had to. But it worked last year having Teddy Bridgewater ready to run the base offense. You got 11 other guys or 10 other guys on the field to think about. If you start changing the offense dramatically, you have a quarterback who can run that same offense. That's what Jameis Winston should want to do. And and look, it, there is no front runner because no one's interested. This is the I one mean, category I'm, where front our answer should be no one. I don't know. It's the craziest thing. And listen, I have people around the NFL who have texted me like, have you heard anything on Jameis Winston? And I, I, I go, no, it's crickets. I've never seen anything like it. I've not heard one rumor from anybody I trust or anybody I know that knows anything that has a feel for where Jameis Winston could end up. So, I mean, I'm clueless. I know we're, we're just taking shots in the dark right now. Who's your dark horse candidate for Jameis Winston? I didn't intend to this happen, and I'm not going to say that I overly prepared for this segment. Okay, all right. I, I, I did not because for some reason I didn't realize we were doing all this. I must have misread our rundown a little bit. I didn't intend to do this. But I'm going to Eagles. Transparency is good, but you have to balance the tra- – there's a limit to the transparency. Okay, I like transparency. well, I lived, I lived this crap, okay, and I got a good idea anyway, so just deal with it, all right? This is all I do all day. I'm going to sit in my kitchen and watch football the whole freaking day, so I'm not going to be that far off base, even though I didn't get to think about it a lot at 11 That's o'clock better. last night. That's all right, better. you like that better? So I shut like up better. and listen, everybody, but <laughs> I'm going to go to Philadelphia Eagles again. I, I didn't mean to do this, but I go, I mean, Carson Wentz has an injury history. Are we really going to put it in Nate Sudfeld's hands, the Philadelphia Eagles? You know, I just, I wouldn't do that. I don't trust that. I haven't seen enough from Nate Sudfeld in any preseason action to where I go, oh, when he takes over, they'll be in good shape. No problem. You know, it's just risky. And we've seen Carson Wentz. He can get banged up. I think that's another spot where I I would think about Jameis Winston. He could come in and run that offense, has a similar skill set to Carson Wentz. I'd go with the New England Patriots. I mean, Brian Hoyer, Jarrett Stidham. The longer that Bill Belichick is looking at that as his depth chart, and he reminds himself 5,109 passing yards for Jameis Winston last year. I mean, if anybody can break Jameis Winston out of the the what-the-hell-were-you-just-doing mindset, it's going to be Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels, so that's attractive to me. Fantasy option for Jameis Winston. 49ers. I I mean, if my buddy Kyle Shanahan was listening to me, I'd go, Kyle. Take a shot on Jameis Winston. Why not? I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo, he slips up next year. You know, Shanahan has a way of making life very easy on the quarterbacks where it's just like, hey, look at this guy. If this guy goes this way, throw it to that guy. If he goes that way, throw it to this guy. And and I think Jameis, uh, that to me would be Jameis Winston, good deep ball thrower. I'm going to say that would be my fantasy. You took mine. You took mine, yeah. and uh, I was thinking the same thing, having him behind Jimmy Garoppolo. So I'll go with the Rams. I'll say the Rams. They don't have a backup right now. I think they had Blake Bortles under contract. Put him behind Jared Goff, and maybe Sean McVay can fix him, and maybe at some point Sean McVay realizes, hey, you know what? Winston may be a better quarterback than Jared Goff. That's a, that's a good one. I think that's another team that should think about it. You know, again, what, you don't want your team to fall apart. You know, Too many of these teams have backup quarterbacks where they go, Oh, he's good in the meeting room. He can get us out of the huddle. Yeah, but he ain't going to get, he'll get you losses too. That's great that he can draw a nice little circle and X on the, on the chalkboard. Damn, let's give him another $3 million. How about let's see if he can win games and like play at a high level on the field. To me, too many teams drop the ball with their backup quarterback with that nonsense.
All right, we got one more. Let's rip through it quickly. Cam Newton, who's your front runner? Chargers, Chargers. Come on, LA Chargers. That's what I want to see. I mean, it's, to me, that's, yeah, it just makes too much sense. Uh, so I'll make it quick. That's it. Yeah, me too. And we've been talking about that. I've been talking about the Chargers as the prime candidate for Cam Newton ever since Phillip Rivers had his seven interceptions in back-to-back primetime games. All right, who's your dark horse for Cam Newton? I, You know, Mike, I think the thing you ta- said yesterday is rings true to me. I'm going with the Miami Dolphins. I do. I think that makes, you know, I don't think it's crazy. You know, if the Miami Dolphins, maybe they were set on Tua and then they don't like what they see from Tua and they don't trust that they, now they can't maybe have a medical examiner all over them and all those things. And maybe they go, oh, man, you know what? We're not really loving any of these quarterbacks in the draft this year. Man, Cam Newton's not a bad fallback option. You could stumble into your guy being their, their franchise quarterback for the next five years. Yeah, he's, he turns 31 later this year. He could be around for a long time. All right, I'll go same thing, Dolphins, now that I convinced you that they are a viable player. Who's your fantasy option for Newton? New England. I mean, I think if I just had to have fun, I would love to see Cam Newton and Bill, you know, Bill Belichick and Josh McDaniels have to like orchestrate some new offense and play with Cam Newton. It'd be really cool. I don't think that's really realistic. Like I've always said, I think they love Jared Stidham and they should, but I mean, we're having fun here and I think that would be a lot of fun to see. Hey, and Cam Newton is 2-0 all time against the New England Patriots, if you haven't heard no, that. No, so, uh, you know, I heard yeah. that from someone before. I'm not sure hey, who I heard that. Uh, <laughs> my, my fantasy option is one that we were spitballing yesterday. Yeah, Raiders. Why wouldn't the Raiders be interested in Cam Newton? I mean, think about it. Yeah, They, they, they were at least considering Tom Brady. They've got Marcus Mariota as a backup. I I'm sorry, and, you know, people think I I personally dislike Derek Carr. I just think that he's not as good as people think they are. He's not a top half of the NFL quarterback. I think Cam Newton, if healthy, is clearly better than Derek Carr. Why wouldn't your old coach John Rudin want Cam Newton, Chris? Yeah, well, I I mean, I hear you, Mike. I mean, yeah, a healthy – but it's just a big risk. That's that's what it is right now, and we just don't know. And I think that's the biggest thing. And I don't know if they know really what they totally have in Derek Carr yet. I think this is the year where they're going to have enough talent around them. They're going to say it's your third year in the offense. And, you know, it's put up or shut up time this year for Derek Carr. I don't think he'll have any excuses. You know, last year he played well, but it wasn't great. And he didn't have great talent around him. So that will be used as a, oh, we don't know what he really has quite yet type of excuse for them or anybody else that's questioning it. So I think that's probably the big reason. All right, quick break. When we return, there's one free agency move that has kind of gone under the radar that we want to spend a little time focusing on. It was a receiver who was traded last year, became available, and when he landed with his new team, it was one of those moments where, like, you know, we should have seen that one coming, and it may mean very good things coming for the team that he signed with. We'll talk about that when PFT Live continues right after this. Those nachos were rough on my stomach. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, diarrhea. Try Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra-coating. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion. Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps. Use as directed. Liberty Mutual Insurance Company presents... And Doug. Lemu, when we're not telling people that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need, I've actually been moonlighting as a DJ. Check it! Here's the good part. 
Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Attention Walmart shoppers. This is a Jackson Hewitt tax service announcement. Save time and money with Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. For a limited time, you can shop while a skilled Jackson Hewitt tax pro prepares your federal tax return for as little as $48, but no more than $149. Only at Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. Hurry, this offer won't last. Get your coupon code and terms at jacksonhewitt.com. Then stop by one of our Walmart locations for this limited time offer to get your taxes done while you shop for only $149 or less. That's Jackson Hewitt and Walmart. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans. 30% of Americans who are planning home improvements of $5,000 or more will pay for those renovations with a high-interest credit card. That may not be a great idea. A better idea may be to take cash out of your home with a Quicken Loans 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%, APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states and MLS number 3030. Some job recruiters recruitment sites overload your inbox with resumes. But Glassdoor only matches you with qualified job candidates so you can find that perfect new hire in half the resumes. Go to glassdoor.com slash hire. Glassdoor, find the right fit for your business. I heard on the news about that five-year-old who found his uncle's gun. The kid didn't know it was loaded. I heard on the news about that 14-year-old girl who was bullied online for like a year. She couldn't take it anymore so she got her dad's gun from his nightstand. I heard on the news about that guy who broke into someone's house, stole a gun from the hall closet. He accidentally shot his cousin in the head. She killed herself. And later, killed the owner of the store he was trying to rob. If you own a gun, you have a full-time responsibility. When you aren't using it, be sure it can't get into the hands of curious children, troubled teenagers, a thief, or anyone else who might misuse it. Your family, friends, and neighbors are all counting on you. Remember, always lock it up. For more information on firearm storage safety, visit ncpc.org. This message brought to you by the National Crime Prevention Council, the Bureau of Justice Assistance, and the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the internet's most beloved pets. With millions of YouTube views, shares, Instagram likes, followers, and fans across the globe. But what do all these amazing pets have in common? Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a shelter or adoptable pets near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard? Well, <laughs> that's entirely up to you. Visit theshelterpetproject.org and hear more about Hamilton the Pug, Toast, and Keyboard Cat's amazing adoption stories. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Your perfect pet is just a click away at theshelterpetproject.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. It feels like you're frozen, petrified, you're struggling with your mortgage payments. The bills begin to pile up. Not knowing what to do, you do nothing at all. And that's the worst thing you can do. Because if you take action, if you do something about your mortgage problems, you're far more likely to get the most positive outcome. Making Home Affordable is a free government program Call 888-995-HOPE 
to talk one-on-one -on -one with a housing expert about the options that are right for you. Real help, real answers, right now. Call 888-995-HOPE or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov and do something about your mortgage problems. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. That's Emmanuel Sanders. Uh, and this one kind of came out of the blue last Friday night. There were some talks about Emmanuel Sanders drawing interest from the Dallas Cowboys, Chris. And then just boom, he's he's agreed to terms with the Saints. That's how the smart teams do it. Not not that the Cowboys aren't smart, but you keep it quiet. You 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 don't let anyone, especially if the Saints, if it gets out, the Saints are on to Emmanuel Sanders. That's the kind of thing that's going to wake up other teams. Because like, hey, if Sean no Payton doubt. sees something in this guy, other teams are going to get in the mix. Other teams are going to throw more money on the table. Maybe the Cowboys accelerate their pursuit. But uh, it was kind of stealth mode for Sean Payton. He got it done. And man, this one makes a lot of sense for the Saints when you've got Michael Thomas, who set a single season record for receptions. And they really don't have a solid, obvious, clear number two. All of a sudden, Emmanuel Sanders becomes that guy, and he's going to have a lot of favorable matchups because everybody's trying to stop Michael Thomas. No doubt about it. I mean, you're, it's a perfect fit for both guys, for both. I mean, it's perfect for the Saints. It's perfect for Emmanuel Sanders, a guy that's getting up there in age. He's not necessarily going to be the guy that can beat you on a go route or a post route for 60 or 70 yards, you know, consistently anymore. But he's a really good route runner. He understands defenses. He's a veteran. He's been around other great quarterbacks. It's a perfect system fit. And then to your point, Mike, you're right. I mean, Michael Thomas is so the go-to guy in that Saints offense. And if I remember correctly, there's the it's the biggest disparity between the number one receiver on the team compared to the number two receiver in all of football. Well, this will close that gap. And Emmanuel Sanders will be able to do some of the things over the middle that Michael Thomas does. And now Sean Payton can move Michael Thomas outside and command double coverage with him or just create a mismatch with both of these guys. So you talk about Emmanuel Sanders, Michael Thomas, Jared Cook, and then Alvin Kamara coming out of the backfield. Damn, that's pretty good for Drew Brees and Sean Payton. They can be very creative with that crew right there. And even though the 49ers gave up a third-round pick and a fourth-round pick and ultimately got 10 regular season games out of Emmanuel Sanders, Kendrick Bourne spoke to Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area earlier this week and explained the impact that Emmanuel Sanders had on the young receivers in San Francisco. Chris, from Bourne to Dante Pettis to Debo Samuel, and that influence is going to linger. We've got more PFT Live coming Your NBC Sports Radio update starts now. 
Everybody has an opinion about Tom Brady. I'm Rob Bushka. Many call him the GOAT because he has, well, six rings. Others say he can be Joe Montana, who never lost in a Super Bowl. Montana went on record telling USA Today, I still don't understand how New England let him get away. I simply don't understand it. I think they'll regret the decision. Of course, he lived this himself when he was in San Francisco and then finished things out in Kansas City. Brady will wear number 12, previously worn by wide receiver Chris Godwin. The Jets continue to add former Ravens to their roster. They ink inside linebacker Patrick Anwasu to a one-year deal. He had 61 tackles and three sacks last season. The Rams may have to shut down construction of SoFi Stadium as L.A. continues to be in lockdown for most of the businesses. A decision will soon be forthcoming. And baseball commissioner Rob Manford said if all goes well, baseball could be back as early as May. This is NBC Sports Radio. For the ones who forge metal and those with nerves of steel. For the ones who burn the midnight oil and the ones who rise with the sun. Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry with over 250 local branches and a team of specialists available 24 7 to help you solve any challenge. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-501-3689 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-501-3689 for your free author submission kit. Again, 800-501-3689. New fuels are being sold at gasoline filling stations in certain locations. Today, you can buy gas with 15% ethanol, 30%, or even 85%. But these ethanol fuel blends are not best for your mower, chainsaw, or generator. I'm Chris Kaiser, president of the Outdoor Power Equipment Institute. To remind you to look before you pump, only use gasoline that is E10 or less in your small engine equipment to keep it running strong. Get more information at lookbeforeyoupump.com. New fuels are being sold at gasoline filling stations in certain locations. Today, you can buy gas with 15% ethanol, 30%, or even 85% for certain automobiles. But these ethanol fuel blends are not best for your boat engines, UTVs, or generators. I'm Chris Kaiser, president of the Outdoor Power Equipment Institute, to remind you to look before you pump. Only use gasoline that is E10 or less in your boats and other small engine equipment. Get more information at lookbeforeyoupump.com. Did you know that hepatitis C kills more Americans each year than HIV? Most people don't. In fact, up to 75% of infected Americans don't know they have the virus. I'm Representative Helen Miller from Iowa. Since May is National Hepatitis Awareness Month, I want to take this opportunity to tell you about the growing threat of hepatitis C. Untreated, hepatitis C is the number one cause of catastrophic liver damage and liver cancer. Americans born between 1945 and 1965 are most at risk. It's estimated that one in 30 baby boomers is infected. Fortunately, new treatments can cure the virus in most cases. So take the first steps this month and find out if you are infected. Just ask your health care provider for a simple blood test. If you are a baby boomer, the test is covered by private insurers and Medicare. Hepatitis C shouldn't be a silent epidemic. Get tested and know your status. To learn more and for a list of local testing sites, visit womeningovernment.org. 
So you see, son, good manners are very, very important. Someday, many years from now, when you're a grown-up, you'll be a man. And when you are, you should be a gentleman. Do you want me to go through it one more time? Yes. Yes, please. Yes, please. Exactly. Always say please, thank you, you're welcome, and excuse me. Sit up straight, hold doors open for ladies. If a door's shut, then knock first. Don't burp, don't swear, don't speak with your mouthful, don't reach across people's plates, keep your elbows off the table. What table? And don't interrupt. While we're at it, don't stare, don't use foul language, don't call people names, but do remember people's names. Always share your toys, play nice, and cover your mouth when you cough or sneeze. On the bus, give up your seat to anyone who has trouble standing. Bottom line, treat others the way you'd like to be treated. Got it? Got it. And stop picking your nose. Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Man, last night we put on an epic light show. So epic. The crowd loved us. Wait, there are only four people out there. Yeah, but did you see their four faces? Their eyes lit up brighter than ours, and we're fireflies. Yeah, we are. And we're going to be out here rocking out our light show in a forest near you. So come check us out. Check us out. Whether you're rocking their world or they're rocking yours, some memories never fade. Come alive with the forest. Visit discovertheforest.org to find a forest near you. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Steven. Who said that? Me, down here. Oh, what are you, a yellow booger? I'm a banana slug, Steven. What are you doing in my room? I'm your sense of adventure. It's been a long time since we've had an adventure in the forest. Mom took me to the forest last year. I'm a slug, Steven. It took me a long time to get here. You're right. I should get out. Yeah, the forest is not that far away. Hey, Mom! Come to the forest where the more adventurous you lives. Check out discovertheforest.org for cool places nearby. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. There's still time left on the clock. We're back with more Pro Football Talk Live. Here's Mike Florio. Well, as we search for content, how about Stephon Diggs, newly acquired by the Buffalo Bills? He had a suggestion on Twitter yesterday. Top five wideouts to ever play the game. Go. So we will go. And we're going to go maybe five rounds here, depending upon how long we talk to support each of our picks. We are going to draft, Chris, the all-time greatest receivers to ever play the game of professional football. And we are conceding that Jerry Rice is the number one greatest of all time. Sorry, Randy Moss. He tried to make the argument in 2012 that it's him. It's not. It's Jerry Rice. He's the GOAT. He gets the, we'll call it like we did a few weeks ago, the Joe Montana Memorial Draft, even though he's not dead. This is the Jerry Rice Memorial Draft, even though he's not dead. So uh, we will continue from there. And there's no trivia question today. So, uh, Chris, I'll just let you, uh, how are we going to determine the first pick? Because I want the first pick. Are you going to give me the first pick? Go ahead. I'll let you have the first pick on a day like today. Go ahead. That's fine. Who do you you think I'm going to pick? Um... I don't know who you're going to pick. I, I don't think you're going to pick Randy Moss. I don't. So I don't know where you're going to go. I'm actually very, I'm very intrigued. Who's it going to be? I'm picking Terrell Owens. I'm picking Terrell Owens. And, and the difference between Terrell Owens and Randy Moss is this. Even though Terrell Owens at times was a colossal pain in the butt, plenty of receivers are colossal pains in the butt, folks, from time to time. I've heard stories about how they used to get Jerry Rice out of the locker room when they knew that the fuse was about to hit the bomb and he was going to blow. So they... They got him uh, dressed and gone and in his car before the media ever showed up. 
But, the, you know, the thing that still bothers me about Randy Moss, I play when I want to play. The, 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 you know, quitting on the Raiders, the, the consistent failure to get the absolute most out of his God-given ability, that bothers me to this day. So that's why I take Terrell Owens because uh, all the things you can say about Terrell Owens, you can never say he did not bust his ass every single day to be the best receiver he could be, and you can never say that he quit on his team. He may have been disruptive, but he never quit on his team. The year that he was trying to get traded by the Eagles, he still had over 100 receiving yards per game in the games that he played. Yeah, but sometimes his you know d- distractions and side antics led to him not being maybe as good as he could be and caused issues with the team too. So you know I could very easily argue that as well to go, okay, yeah, he was the best receiver on that team, but that team is dysfunctional because of him. So you know that's just one thing I will push on that. But I'm still going with Randy Moss as my first pick, and, and I hear you. You know, the things you said are real. I get it. Randy Moss is, you know, one of those guys we would put on the list as diva wide receivers. He's one of the greatest athletes we've ever seen in the sport. And not to say Terrell Owens is not. I get that. But I can just remember a few things. First off, seeing Randy Moss in person is a special event. It really is. Because he's like a praying mantis, yet he's the fastest guy in the field. He's got some of the greatest hands we've seen in the history of the sport. You had to change your game plan when you played Randy Moss. And when I first got to Tampa Bay, you know, the Bucs were one of the best defenses of football coming off the Super Bowl. And I remember, you know, John Lynch and Rondé Barber talking about, you know, the old NFC Central battles. Then they were going, gosh, good thing we don't have to deal with Randy Moss anymore. I don't have to worry about getting 40 yards deep when I'm playing cover two because, you know, he could get up on my toes in four steps. So this is one of the greatest weapons physical physically gifted specimens we've ever seen in the sport and that's why I'll make him my number one guy and and, and I agree with you completely and that's the basis for my beef did he, he capitalize on everything I get no. it but that's what made yeah. him him Lawrence Taylor would he have been the same if he was sitting at home lifting weights and drinking a protein shake I don't know that might have took the edge away from him on the field so part of being you know that guy Randy Moss is is just part of him and also what made him great on the field there's another guy who has more than a thousand career receiving yards than either Terrell Owens or Randy Moss, and he's still playing. My next pick, Larry Fitzgerald, who still has a chance to catch Jerry Rice, although I don't think it's going to happen. But Larry Fitzgerald is the guy who just keeps plugging away, goes about his business, never creates any issues, never creates any problems, has stayed with the Cardinals his entire career at a time where that wanderlust eventually kicks in for a guy and he ends up with a different team. He fights to stay with the Cardinals. He takes below market deals to stay with the Cardinals and he continues to be one of the most important players for that franchise. Surely he was a tremendous influence last year on helping Kyler Murray become as good as he was as a rookie and Fitzgerald back for another year. We'll see how high he can push his numbers. But uh, the most significant player in the history of the Cardinals organization, and they've been around for a long time. And I'm looking at that, putting Nick Bosa on his butt. Sit down, Nick. Now, Larry Fitzgerald for me. And, and, you know, you could make the case, and you may be able to make the case when he's done, that, that he was better than Moss or Owens. Well, you know, maybe more consistent for sure. Not as explosive with the ball in his hand or when the ball was in the air. but maybe more versatile as a complete wide receiver would be the thing that jumps out to me about Fitzgerald and maybe could use him in different ways, slot outside, whatever it may be, but has more of that, you know, ultimate professional approach that we saw from like a Jerry Rice that way. 
And uh, I'm with you. I think Larry Fitzgerald probably would have been my next pick too. So you stole that. I'm going to stay with somebody else here who I don't think gets involved in this conversation enough. And I think that's Marvin Harrison. That's the guy I'm going to throw on this list. I mean, first off, who? he never didn't heard make of him. Marvin. They never heard of him. Well, you know, um, no. he was on the NFL all 100. I don't know anything team, about Marvin right? Harrison. I don't know anything about you don't him. Know. You, well, you don't, you don't, you, you, it's just I like get it. right over I, your head. I, I, I get right it. I understand it. Well, right, let me just ahead. tell you, he's part of one of the greatest quarterback wide receiver duos we've ever seen in the history of the sport. I mean, we talk about young and rice and Montana and rice. Well, right after that is Manning to Harrison and you know, Marvin Harrison is a guy and you listen, all you got to do is watch the NFL top 100 and watch Bill Belichick talk about him, about how he always had to double team him. And he was very hard to figure out you know, how they were going to use him. Harrison was a guy that, yeah, you could put in the slot and he could run some of those really refined routes, but he also could put him outside and he can run an 80 yard post over your head and just fly by you. So it had great versatility, you know, as far as a receiver is concerned, better than like Randy Moss and T.O. as far as versatility is concerned. You know, hey, he didn't have a big personality. He wasn't a diva wide receiver. He might have some other issues. We know that. Okay. But nonetheless, he was one. He's one of the best receivers about. I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah. Well, you know what I'm talking about. Um, next for me, Chris Carter. Uh, and look, not not a spectacular game breaking down the field guy, but he caught everything thrown in his direction. He's sixth all time in receptions. There's a couple of tight ends in front of him, so he's fourth all time among receivers in catches, and he is fourth all time in receiving touchdowns with 130 all he does is catch touchdowns yes that's all he does and he did it almost as well as anyone other than well he did it better than anyone other than Jerry Rice Randy Moss and Terrell Owens so give me Chris Carter I mean he was the guy that on third down you knew he was going to be open you knew he was going to make the catch you knew he was going to extend the drive and every once in a while every once in a while he'd turn the corner and he'd take off running and he'd surprise you uh, with his ability to get to the end zone from maybe 40 yards out. But for the most part, he was just that ba- he was that basketball player on a football field who was always able to go grab the ball wherever it was. Yeah, I, I mean, he, he was. He is. Uh... Oh, Chris's microphone just died. Is he oh, back? Is Chris back? You hear me now? Are you back, Chris? You hear me? Go ahead, Chris. Okay, sorry. Yep, I think my AirPods died out. But either way... Um, yeah, I, I'm with you there. I mean, Chris Carter, you, you know, he caught the ball in traffic. He could beat you deep. You know, he was great back shoulder type thrower, you know, and another guy who was pretty versatile, especially at the end of his career. He worked the middle of the field a whole lot more than he did the outside of the field. And that's where he was special. So I'm with you there. All right. Huh, this is a tough decision here. I am going to go with Julio Jones as my next pick. Wow. Julio Jones. Yeah. For my money is one of the greatest receivers I've ever seen. I mean, what 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 more can you say about Julio Jones? I mean, he's got everything to me. Size, you know, yak. When the ball's in his hand, he could take a six-yard slant and go 80 yards for a touchdown. He could beat you deep with just pure speed. He could jump up over you like a moss, like a Randy Moss, and catch the ball that way. So, you know, in my lifetime, especially, and I know we're probably doing, you know, not doing some of the great receivers of yesteryear, great service here because we're being a little too uh, into modern modern sports here. But Julio Jones is one of the physically freakiest people, wide receivers we've ever seen in the league. And he's been, you know, the best receiver in football or in that conversation for top two or three 
really for like the last eight years. And that's a pretty damn good run along with being professional along with it. So yeah, Julio Jones makes my list. Yeah, look, I understand that. And he's still got a long way to go left in his career, relatively speaking, and his numbers may pump up as time goes by. And I agree with you. We are showing a little bit of a bias toward guys who played more recently. But you know what? These are the guys we've seen and the guys we've studied. And all due respect to the guys of yesteryear, the game has changed. And maybe some of these guys would have had much bigger statistics and been much more memorable if they had played at the time when the rules were relaxed in favor of the passing game. But they didn't. And also, the game has exploded from the standpoint of how much we see it, how much access we have to it in fantasy football and whatnot. And I think that has contributed to this bias. Uh, and I, again, I'm building up uh, to my pick, which is another guy who played more recently than not, and that's Tim Brown, your old teammate in Tampa Bay. How could you not have picked Tim Brown? Tim Brown, Hall of Famer. It took him a little while to get in, but he got in. He had nearly 1,100 receptions. He was a guy who was always consistent. He was a guy who always... Uh, you know, it was, it was, he's almost like the Larry Fitzgerald of his day. You just kind of take him for granted, right? He gets it done. He generates big numbers. And because he's not flashy, because he's not loud, because he's not look at me, look at me, because he's not involved in contract disputes. I mean, the most outlandish thing he ever said came well after he retired when he suggested Bill Callahan threw Super Bowl 37 as a favor to John Gruden, which gave us something to talk about for a few days. And I appreciated that. But uh, Tim Brown, just a rock solid, great player and ultimately got what he deserved a spot in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm not, I was going to pick him last round. I was really kind of torn between him and Julio Jones. And I, I didn't go Tim Brown because I just didn't think you would do it. I didn't think you would go there quite yet. So, uh, yeah, that, I got burned by that. But, but I got the ultimate respect for Tim Brown. And he's another guy. I mean, just can do everything and was an ultimate professional doing it. And, and not to forget, like, you know, I, I can still remember, like, coaches telling you, what would have Tim Brown been if he didn't tear his ACL his rookie or second year? Because, you know, if anybody remembers, this guy won the freaking Heisman Trophy. You don't see wide receivers win the Heisman Trophy. You know, that's how explosive he was. And he was one of the best kick returners and punt returners, but ended up being one of the greatest receivers we ever saw and truly one of the greatest teammates I ever played with, Mike. I mean, he was awesome. And you talk about a guy who used to put perspective into me when, like, John Gruden used to cuss me out all the time. You know, he didn't like it. Tim Brown, he'd always, like, man, I've never seen a coach talk to a player like that. He'd give me pep talks to be like, hang in there, don't listen to him, or whatever it may be. He still talks about it. So I love Tim Brown. He's one of my uh, favorite teammates I, I ever had, no doubt about that. Um, how, what round are we in? I don't even know what freaking round we're in right now. I think this is round four. Okay, well, I am gonna go. I'm going. I'm going crazy again here. Maybe to what some people think. Andre Johnson is going to make my greatest receivers of all time list. All right. Yeah, I mean Andre Johnson is again one of the freak shows of modern history at the wide receiver position. Now he gets lost under the radar. Why? Because of his team. The Houston Texans never were really in any big playoff games. We never took them seriously as a Super Bowl contender. He played with a middle-of-the-league type quarterback his whole career and still put up gigantic numbers and was by far the number one or only weapon on that Houston Texans team his whole career. But it didn't matter. I mean, I know when I played on the Tennessee Titans, man, we used to play the Houston Texans and we would double cover him and he'd still run 70-yard posts right by us. So for me... 
Andre Johnson is one of the greatest receivers to ever play the game. Statistically, he's up there too. Where where is he at? I just want to make sure. He's 11th all-time in receiving yards, and I think without a legit number two or a big-time quarterback around him, uh, I, I think his stats would have even been better. So, yeah, Andre Johnson making the list for me. All right, we got one more round to do. Let's let's uh, take a break because we're we're way over already. We'll pick our final round when we return and otherwise clean things up as we end and uh, wrap this Thursday edition of PFT Live. We'll be back with more right after this. me your nose i'm so congested use the vix sidex nasal spray starts working in seconds and lasts for up to 12 hours i can breathe again i'm a whole new nose vix sinex breathe freely fast use as directed liberty mutual insurance company presents What would you like today? Yes. I'd like to tell you that Liberty Mutual customizes your car insurance so you only pay for what you need. This is Burger Palace. Do you want any food? Yes. Uh, one Palace party meal. No, Limu, they won't put insects on a burger. No, you can't talk to the manager. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Only pay for what you need at LibertyMutual.com. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans, America's largest mortgage lender. Let's talk credit card debt for a minute. If you feel you're carrying too much of it, you're not alone. The average household in the U.S. carries over $8,000 in credit card debt. Ready for some good news? With a cash-out refinance from Quicken Loans, you can quickly and easily put some of the equity in your home to good use by paying off a lot of that high-interest credit card debt. A great way to take cash out is with our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage. The rate today on our 30-year fixed-rate mortgage is 3.99%. APR 4.23%. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN to learn how taking cash out with a 30-year fixed mortgage might be the right solution for you. And for a record 10 years in a row, J.D. Power has ranked Quicken Loans highest in the nation in customer satisfaction for primary mortgage origination. Call us today at 800-QUICKEN or go to rocketmortgage.com. For J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com. Rates subject to change. Pay 2% fee to receive this discounted rate. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. And MLS number 3030. Ugh, those nachos were rough on my stomach. When you have nausea, heartburn, indigestion, it's Try Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps for fast relief and ultra-coating. Nausea, heartburn, indigestion. Pepto-Bismol Liquid Caps. Use as directed. Why is my son having trouble in school? Finding lowest airfare to Istanbul. No, I'm tired of fighting with my son over his homework. Homewalk restaurant need a review? No, he's smart, but his mind wanders. Seven wonders of the world. Why don't you understand me? I do. I was trying to show how Connor feels every day. Redirecting to understood.org. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. This is why you work so hard to pay the mortgage. Because home is more than four walls and a roof. It's that porch swing on a summer night. 
It's pajamas with feet and everybody over for Sunday dinner and that old stuffed chair in the living room you just can't get rid of. This is why you work a second job. This is why you learn to fix things yourself so you could save on repairs. Because home is your place, your memories, your family sleeping in their own beds at night. And that is why we want to help. We are making home affordable, a free government resource that can make paying the mortgage easier. And now even more options are available. Call 888-995-HOPE today. That's 888-995-HOPE. Or visit makinghomeaffordable.gov. Good night, Mama. This is why. Brought to you by the U.S. Treasury, HUD, and the Ad Council. Peekaboo. Peekaboo. Smile. Smile, buddy. Come on. Smile. Oh, honey, he's still not smiling. Maybe he's not a smiler. <sighs> yeah. Maybe he's just not a happy baby. Maybe he's just being a boy. You know how boys are. Or maybe he's teething. Oh, poor baby. I think his gums hurt. Maybe he's just tired. Or maybe his tummy hurts. He didn't eat that much. Maybe he's not ticklish. You think maybe he's scared of the dog? Maybe he'll outgrow it. Maybe it's a phase. Maybe he just doesn't like smiling. Maybe he has autism, and we can definitely do something to help. Maybe is all you need to find out more about autism. No big, joyful smiles by six months is one early sign. Learn the others at AutismSpeaks.org signs or see a doctor today for an autism screening. The sooner it's diagnosed, the better. And it can make a lifetime of difference. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Time to switch from selective hearing to full-on pay attention. This is NBC Sports Radio. Wrapping up the show and our draft of the all-time great receivers. Round five, Chris Sims. And I'm going with a guy who, and this is old school, real old school, well before either of us were born. Don Hudson played from 1935 to 1945 for the Packers. He had 17 touchdown receptions in 1942 in 11 games. He finished with 99 touchdown receptions for his career that record stood for 44 years until Steve Largent broke it he had 99 in that era they were playing 10 games a year 11 games a year Don Hudson was well ahead of his time I don't know how he would have fared nobody knows how he would have fared in the modern game but he was as dominant and the most dominant receiver of his era Uh, the most dominant receiver really before the NFL realized that the game's a lot more exciting if the ball's in the air more frequently yeah, it's insane. I mean, it really is. And then, you know, like I said, I'm really sorry to some of these old receivers. I, we are, we have disrespected them to, you know, Fred Bolitnikoff's of the world, you know, John Stallworth, Lynn Swans, Drew Pearsons. I mean, yes, modern day times, the NFL passing, all that has led to, what do you want to say? What? What are you making no, faces I, about? You're not, no, you're, they're not all time greats. Don't mention Drew Pearson. I, I, because, you know, every time you mention Drew Pearson, well, fortunately, Kristen's short staff, so she can't hit the B roll of the Hail Mary play. But Drew Pearson's not even in the Hall of Fame. He's not going to make this list. Well, we're still, we're missing a lot of all time great receivers, is what I'm saying. That's all. I, you know, there's, there's some older guys that we're leaving out, and I feel bad about it. I do. You know, I, 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 yeah, there it oh, is. Geez. Kristen can still no, pull it off. Kristen. Way to go, Kristen. Way to Kristen. go, man. 
Looks like a Hall of Fame type play to me. Touchdown. <laughs> Hall of Fame pass interference offensive. All right, who's your pick? Oh, All I'm right. Get the second angle too. All right. I mean, <laughs> I I want to pick Steve Largent. All right, but I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick Antonio Brown. I think Antonio wow. Brown. Yeah, I don't care. Wow. I don't think we saw anybody do what Antonio Brown did, and basically a seven-year career, all right? Because he wasn't the focal point of their offense in year one or even year two, if I remember. And, of course, didn't even play last year. And, you know, in that short of time, the numbers he put up. Now, listen, he has a he had a good quarterback and a good offense around him and all those things. But Antonio Brown, you know, I, I think if you ask Bill Belichick, oh, what are we going to do when you play Pittsburgh? Oh, we're going to double-team Antonio Brown every time. We're going to make somebody else beat us. He was that type of guy. You knew they were going to go with the ball with him. And yeah, underneath deep balls, it didn't matter. He could do it all. And even for his size, he's a great 50-50 ball catcher too, which is amazing. So, you know, I'm not in love with the person Antonio Brown. He does bother me at times with some of his antics, but I still think he's one of the, the greatest receivers I've seen in my lifetime. I do feel that way. All right, that's our five-round draft. We haven't done a five-round draft in a long time, if ever. Another thing to point out, and Bruce Arians was on with Dan Patrick yesterday, and he just kind of mentioned casually the Buccaneers may have the creamsicle uniforms back next year, 2021, as throwbacks. Now, how can you do that because of the one-helmet rule? Well, Arians suggested the one-helmet rule is going away. The league told me that they haven't made a final decision yet. They're still talking about possibly for 2021 dispensing with the rule that is several years old now that you can only wear one helmet per player all season long, which ended the throwbacks that require a different color helmet. That could be back, Chris. So we were just talking earlier this week about some of the great old uniforms. They could be back as soon as 2021 if the NFL gets rid of the one helmet rule. Yeah, well, I mean, why can't we get rid of the one helmet rule? I mean, you know, again, we're the NFL. Don't Aren't we capable of a player having two helmets that are both safe with all the money we got and everything like that. Yes. And I would love, like, if you're watching it on TV, I'd love the giants to bring back that old, you know, Navy blue helmet with the giants or whatever. So listen, I think it's just another way to sell more merchandise. If you're an NFL football team, it's only good for the viewer. Good for the league. I, I would love to see it. Coming up at 11 a.m. Eastern on NBCSN, Mike Tirico hosts Tokyo Olympics Dreams Live On. It's a special that features interviews with a variety of Olympians as they adjust to this reality of the Tokyo Olympics being postponed from 2020 to 2021. That's it for us. That's it for the week for Chris. I'll see you back here tomorrow with another edition of PFT Live. Everybody have a great day. I got to let the chicken. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.